0: Hey Mike, this is Andre Dominguez. The question that I have for you today is, what can we as film photographers do to encourage other people to get into film? I know that we go on and on about the film renaissance, but we may be thinking about it in, you know, a little bit of a, of a bubble as film photographers ourselves. One thing that I've been doing recently to try to encourage my friends to shoot film is to give them a reloaded Lomography disposable camera and offering to develop and scan the photo for them, you know, free of charge. I think that's been a really great way to get people out there with me, show them that, you know, film isn't all, you know, a big grainy mess and provide them with a camera that's not intimidating, that they can just point and shoot, enjoy the experience, and hopefully that gets them to to shooting bigger and better things. Thanks so much, man. Hope to hear from you soon. Welcome to the Negative
1: Positives Podcast, episode number 21. Number 21. That means this podcast is now legally able to drink alcoholic beverages in the United States. Anyway, super pumped. My buddy, my brother, Andre, has sent in another call-in, and I love it. And I've had some good... uh interaction with Andre on Instagram now, so I feel like I've made a friend through this podcast, and I've never even met him, but it's super awesome, and Andre, you just keep them coming, brother, because I have a bunch of ideas of things I want to talk about on this podcast, but the things you're bringing up are way better ideas than than I had sketched down for ideas for future podcasts, so I'm loving it. Uh, you guys need to check out his photography. I'm gonna give him a plug here because he's helping me out so much. I'm gonna send my masses over to him. <laughs> the masses of people that are listening, right? <laughs> Anyhow, you need to check him out on my Instagram. It's uh, his name is Andre Dominguez. Uh, his Instagram is, I'll spell it out here. It's A Dominguez64. A D O M I N G U-E-S-64 And he also has a website So he's way further ahead of the game than I am Because I don't have my own website uh, Called TimelessStreets.com TimelessStreets.com Andre does uh, some really fantastic Street photography uh, Some it seems From looking at his feet A lot of medium format and some Polaroids So definitely check him out but anyway, on to his question, to be honest, his idea that he mentioned in his question is way better than anything I could come up with. Uh, Giving some friends a one of these Lomo uh, Simple Use, I think they're calling them, which is kind of like a one-time use camera, but they're reloadable. Letting them go out and take photos with him and offering to develop the photos for them and scan them for them. That's way better than I could have probably come up with. So good on you, Andre. That's that's an awesome idea. The problem I have is my friends. <laughs> I love my friends, but I think I'm the only one that's really into photography. Um, I mean, I have a lot of artist friends, uh, but most of them are my fellow musicians. And, you know, they're, as far as photography goes, their interest is just capturing snapshots on their phones and that's about as far as it goes. I do have a couple of like distant friends that are you know, really big into photography, but I don't really hang with them on, on the reg. So I don't know that I can influence any of my friends to take up film photography when they're not really into photography at all. So actually one of the reasons why I actually started this podcast is because I needed to talk to somebody about uh, my photography interest And I'm sure my wife was tired of acting interested when I would talk all this photography nerd talk to her. And I think she did a pretty good job of acting interested, but I can't keep continuing to bore her with this kind of talk. So that's that's why I started this podcast. But so, you know, that's kind of my situation with my friends. I'm like the only person that uh, I'm kind of alone here uh, on an island by myself as far as someone that's obsessed with this is as, uh, as much as probably maybe you guys are so yeah convincing my friends to take up photo- film photography has been possible when they're not really even into photography uh, as an art form I guess but I have some other other ideas uh, possibly and let me uh, get to that in the next segment so I did have one chance recently to maybe convert someone to the film religion. I had my, my big art fair that I com- was coming up that I participate in every year and there was about 15 locations I really wanted to shoot and try to get something right before this fair to get some some more new stuff done. I have a buddy I work with that used to be a like one of the meter readers for the electrical company. And this guy, like, knows my city like the back of his hand, and I've lived here my entire life, but this, you name him a location, he can get you there, like, quickly. And so I got him out one night to do some night photography of a bunch of uh, places that I wanted to photograph, and, like, he got me to all these places within a couple hours, and it would have taken me all night to find all these places just because he knew the city so well. Uh, he'd mentioned he had a, a K-1000, an old Pentax K-1000 in his closet somewhere that he hadn't used. And I was like, man, bring it. I'll bring you some film. I'll develop it for you, and you can shoot alongside me. And right before we met up, he looked all over his house and could not find that old Pentax. So I'm going to make him find that Pentax at some point and get him out and to shoot some some real photography, some real film so that's that's kind of a one of my opportunities I had recently. It didn't work out, but I'm I'm going to get him on board. But as far as like uh, turning friends or whatever and or other people into photography, I think a really good idea might be instant instant photography. And excuse me, get ready to cough. But um, the uh, I have a a camera I bought last Christmas. as mostly just a a fun gift it wasn't for anything serious but we bought a polaroid snap the polaroid snap is a digital camera you know it it doesn't have any kind of screen on on back of it but it's uh basically it's a digital camera that as soon as you take the photo it spits out a little you know business card size print out of the uh, side of it and it's not analog it's it's like a it's called zinc paper it's a zero ink paper So as soon as you take the photo, it digitally saves it onto a micro SD card. But then it also, if you have paper in the back of it, the zinc paper, it'll shoot out the side. And we mostly got it for like parties and stuff. A lot of times we have people over here in the the gutter man cave and do a little uh, adult partying and listen to music and... So we got it for that, and we would take every time friends would come over. They would ask about this camera, like, "Hey, man, get the get the Polaroid out. Let's take some photos." And so they they got super excited about it. It's amazing the power of instant to get people excited about photography, because so many people are not used to seeing prints these days. And uh, you know, even though this was digital, they were still like super excited to see these little prints come out. And my. Garage refrigerator that's filled with film is has a bazillion, uh, well, not a bazillion, but you know, a bunch of Polaroid snap prints stuck to it because the Polaroid snap zero ink paper is actually a sticker, so you peel off the back and you can stick it to something as well. So my g- garage refrigerator with all the film in it is covered in these little stickers from parties that we've had. So maybe a, a, a easy way to get people in to film would be instant, instant photography. Uh, I probably wouldn't give one of my friends or somebody I was trying to get into photography a Polaroid and Polaroid film because that's pretty expensive. And I've never been a Fuji Instax guy, but this is where the Instax mini format might really come in handy. Like it's, the, the film's cheap and they get a print immediately and and. you It just seems like people really gravitate to the whole instant thing. They're kind of amazed by it. So I could see that as a way to get new people into film photography uh, just through instant. And the Instax is cheap enough, and it wouldn't kill you, I guess, wallet-wise, to let them shoot a roll of or a pack of Instax film. Okay, I think at this point I'm going to have to make this a generational thing, which I sort of hate to do because I hate how people pigeonhole generations into certain trends or whatever. But let's face it, I'm a Generation X guy, you know, that's that would be the generation they called me. And we started with film. My first excursions into photography was with film. It was the definitely the highest quality medium at the time that I started photography. But millennials, a lot of them never took a film photo uh, in the, the most of their younger days, and now that they're uh, trying, uh, you know, expressing, getting into artistic expression or whatever, they're the ones that's kind of taken up film because as a, uh, it's because it's new to them, like it's something they haven't experienced, and I think millennials are a good a reason why film has had a resurgence because they're interested in it. They're curious. And that's been kind of awesome. But what happens after them? Like, will the next generation be interested? So that's why I think what we really need to concentrate on as far as getting people into film photography is the kids. Uh, Kids that are in middle school and entering high school. They're the ones that we really need to get into film photography at this point because that's going to be the next wave that can keep this thing going I have two sons I have one that is a freshman in high school and one that is a fifth grader and I that's one thing I think maybe I can do is get my sons into this they're slightly interested at this point they still think I'm kind of cool so maybe I need to start pushing this now before they realize before they start thinking I'm not cool but I definitely want to like get my sons motivated and teach them some film photography and how to use old school manual cameras and learn the real art of of just you know using a film camera to an old camera to take cool film photos so that's kind of what i one thing I want to concentrate on is just getting my kids to uh, some hands-on experience with it so they'll appreciate it and maybe they'll continue it. Uh one thing I would really love to do, I would love to teach film photography to some kids. But right now with two kids of my own, a full time job, uh being playing music in bands and trying to do my own photography on my, uh as as a hobby itself. I just don't have time to take on something like that. Maybe as my kids get older and once they think that I'm not cool and don't want to be around me as much or something, maybe I'll have some time. Or maybe when I retire, <laughs> retire from my job, uh, maybe I'll have the time. But I would love to like, teach kids coming up now about film photography and, and as a, an option to uh, take photos with, rather than just everything being done on your phone or a digital camera or whatever. So that's something I would like to definitely approach uh, when time is not as much of a premium as it is right now. Anyway, I think that's the end of this episode of the Negative Positives Podcast. Thank you, Andre, for another great question that gave me some good content to talk about. Check out his photography, please. And... Let's see, you can check out my photography at Mike Gutterman Photography on Facebook, Gutterman Photo on Instagram. You can email me at guttermanphoto at gmail.com. And you can call in like Andre does. And if you don't, I'll just keep letting Andre call in and we'll just uh, make this the Mike and Andre show, and that would be just fine with me. <laughs> anyway, stay positive. Take some cool film photos. And I will see you soon. Thank you very much.